what's going on. This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades with Only True Gamers. We are here at the RetroCon, which I'm going to get corrected in a minute here. We are here with Craig and Fee from the Ultra Podcast. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Marlon? Uh, not too much. I'm having a blast here this at the Retro fun. World Expo. There we go. Which there is a con. Go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, Marlon, don't feel bad. I call it RetroCon as well. Yes, but yes, it is yes. it is Retro World Expo here at the Oakdale Theater in beautiful, balmy, sunny Wallingford, Connecticut. I live right up the street. That's the best part. So yes. I, I got out of bed, showered, and, uh, and tripped was and here. About, here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, I stubbed my toe on the way. It was great. This is just such a great chance encounter that I ran into you outside when I was getting exactly. ready to head in. I, I awesome. was I was actually just walking in with my bag of tricks. <laughs> looking all types of crazy because everybody's like, are you a vendor? If you're a vendor, aren't you supposed to be here already? Yeah, well, I'm black and I'm kind of late. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works, right? Right? But, but at any rate... Um, this yeah, well, is I mean, our time. Yeah, well, I mean, Craig's also on colored people time, so don't worry about it. It's all right. Oh, okay. It's Southern Italian. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I, I didn't know you were black by injection. He, oh. he may all... See, I mean, anytime, anytime Craig and I make plans... I always know that whatever time we agree to meet, I have to add 30 minutes, minimal. We, well, you, you, know, you know what one of my wife's friends called me. I'm incognito. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm fair with that. I like that. I think yeah. that's actually... Look, uh, as a African, when I'm somewhere before <laughs> him, it makes me feel real good with, about myself. So. I've never heard that before. Really? And, and I am so fine with it. Oh, okay. Well, you're so, welcome. Fee is black and Italian, so when he's late, he's late and hungry. <laughs> that works. That absolutely works. That and then after hilarious. I eat, I get the itis. And angry. <laughs> the angry itis, okay. Come on. Absolutely perfect. So, so guys, on a video game standpoint, if you guys had to, to rate this year's con versus last year, what would, where would you put it? Where would you put this? Uh, what's the scale? 1 to 10? Are we, okay, so... I won't give you the only true gamers rating because that would take too long and I'd have to explain some things. Okay. So we're just, for the sake of argument, we're going to say one to five. One to five. In comparison to last year's? In comparison to last year's. Video game-wise. I would say last year's was... I'd say last year's was a four and I'd say this year's is a four. But for different reasons. I think they're both good. I think last year... See what happened last year was it was the, the first annual. And anytime you're, you're doing a convention, the first any anytime you're doing some kind of big event, the first year it's always going to be a cluster F. Yep. It wasn't. I think they did a really really good job. I think what happened was it was there was a better turnout than they, what they were expecting. Yeah. Yes. So when we came here last year, I said they're either going to have to move it to a bigger venue or make it a two day thing. This year they made it a two day thing. Yes. So I love that. I'd say the negative. For this year, well, the, the, the positives are more, uh, more upright uh, video games and pinball machines, and they uh, separated the consoles out, so yes. there's more to play. Yes. The downside, I would say, would be, um, and it's not even a downside really, is that the console area is a little too congested. I couldn't really get in and play, um, and. I wish they had a little bit more of, the, of, of a vendor variety like they had last year, but okay. the selection of games and just straight up gaming stuff this year, this year is as opposed to last awesome. year. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I like the the fact that there's pinball machines definitely made me very happy. I wish there were more. Yeah, like they could fill that whole room with uprights, and they should. Yeah, um, that's a big plus. 
there's food and drink this year, yep. and there's more availability than there was last year. Yep. That is a huge plus. Yep. Um, the con for me is very similar to yours. I'm a G.I. Joe guy. I'm in my late 30s. I grew up on G.I. Joe He-Man Transformer. If you're going to be a Retro World Expo and not be and not be called a gaming expo, then you need to have more of that nostalgia stuff as well. So there needs to be more vendors, like you said. We're selling more of those kind of toys and games and stuff like that. To you know, play devil's advocate to that, and I, I apologize, um, is it... I'm under the impression that it is a gaming expo, not just old stuff. Yes. Am I wrong about that? The, the, as far as I know, the guy that uh, runs this, he he, um, he has several stores in Connecticut. Um, which I, I know it's Retro something, Retro Gaming Plus or something that, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Retro Games Plus. Um, he has one in Orange, Connecticut. I think there's one in Southington. Something like that, um, yeah. So, I think... The name is more of a representation of his store. Um, I don't think it's 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 uh, a representation of uh, like retro like 80s style uh, video games or, yeah. or cartoons or cartoon characters and and, and and toys and things like that. So I think that is is more of a representation of his store. Yeah, and that's the reason why he calls yeah. it you know the, the retro world convention. Yeah, yeah. all right, makes sense. Um, I, I to be honest, I, I would like to see him include you know. It's, actually call it a gaming convention if that's what it's um, going to be yeah. exactly right. if that's what it's going to be but I, I don't think we should exclude all that other stuff because i mean when you go to, to uh, like comic-con and things of that nature you have the same exact stuff you're going to get video games there you're going to get video game characters and you're going to get all your comic book and all your retro uh you're going to get all those retro needs that you that you look for at the and comic book it, convention so why not do it in in a video game actually, convention as well you actually bring up a good point that i want to make is that comic-con you know, all the different ones across this uh, across the state started out as a comic book convention, right. and it turned into just a geek culture convention. Right, because yes. then massive. It, would, it used to be the Wizard Comic Con because yes. Wizard Magazine used right. to sponsor it. Yes, and then it just went completely insane. Right, it yeah. just it morphed into something larger, which I love. Exactly. And I have a feeling I, being that this is the only only the second year they've done this, and I think they're doing a fantastic job with it. I can see this turning into something a little bit bigger like that and having more... more Maybe more, we can get him not to sit down, games. too, because I think he's going to be walking in this direction if we can grab him and get him to... Here is what over. I would love to see. Complete pipe dream, but here's what I would love to see next Which is year. a game. I, yes. <laughs> I would love, because there's a big, like, stage area over there. Yep. Why are we not recreating the wizard scene for scene with all the with Super Mario <laughs> Brothers You mean in the, in the actual like, theater? Like, in I, the actual dome, like, okay, where we so, are now, like, oh, up oh, there. Oh. They're, yeah, they do a have idea. a stage they in front. They do concerts I, there. You could I, totally do that. It'd be awesome. But I thought that she kid with the glove. <laughs> I, I I saw somebody walking around like that too. He had the whole helmet I piece and everything that. with the Ninja eye. Gaiden. Yeah, it was it was the whole thing. I'm, at any rate, um, <laughs> I thought last year that era they had an actual yeah. band. Up they there. did. So I think that's what they're saving that for. But you know what? I would like to see a grand finale of a tournament. Yeah, so that's a good idea. After Just you, like in the Wizard, they did exactly have the bands over there last I, year. I didn't want it to be as, as effed up as the Wizard was. Yeah, Marlin, I'm California, sorry, Fred, California, Fred Marlin. Yeah, you got two 14-year-olds with a, a, a nine-year-old traveling across the country, and the yeah. parents aren't worried. Exactly. Come on, with the power glove, which never worked. And, never and, worked and, properly and, at and, all. And, and yeah. Christian terrible. Slater is your brother. That slacker. Yeah. Yeah. Who? I mean, and also he also served on uh, on NCC 1701A. What? I don't know what that is. I'm sorry, no, not no. I'm sorry, he served on NCC 2000. 
What? The Excelsior. Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country. Um, Christian Slater? Christian Slater was in it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, wow. That is some interesting information. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and see, that's another thing. There's not a lot of Trek and War stuff here either. Right. But again, I mean, I think that has to do there with... There's some. That, I saw some. There's some. But I think that has to do more with the fact that I think this is primarily supposed to be a video game convention. But like I said, I can see it kind of um, evolving into to more... Yeah. To include more retro stuff, not only gaming, but I also wouldn't... I would hate for it to lose its core... Meaning. Oh, I agree. It's core purpose. I just wish, like you, I just wish there was a little more variety. That's yeah. all. But the gaming selection, as far as the games that are for sale and the gaming stuff that's for sale, yes, yes, very, yes. very, very good. Yes. I, I absolutely agree. I think I think they've had um, a lot more gaming. I think it was once they saw how big it was last year, I think the people started saying, "Well, goddamn, yeah, I need to show up to this." And I need to be. I need yeah. to have a big booth. I mean, if you look, even if you look at the guy that's directly across from us, and um, I, I will have pictures, people, so you will be able to see this. Um, he's got some serious-looking cases over there. Yeah. Housing all types of gaming goodies. I yeah. mean, he's got a GameCube, a 64, uh, a Dreamcast, a Genesis. I want a Dreamcast. He's got um, different colored 64s. Uh, he's got an original fat Xbox, it looks like. Oh, man. Um, we prefer the term uh, overweight. <laughs> the old school, with the old school burger controllers. Yep. Um, he's he's, oh, he's got all that over there. And this is directly across from where we're at, at Pete's table. I'm um, just got to give him another shout out. Um, and and that's, the, that's the type of stuff that we didn't see last year. I think it was far and few between last year. There were smaller tables where they yeah. had, you know, um, almost your, your little... Um, People talk mom crap. Down, down the road, um, you like, mom flea yeah, market, like, yeah, like flea, flea market, market exactly. Shit. Your yeah. flea market stuff that's setting uh, like right there, dusty and not doing anything. Was, exactly. it, it seems exactly. like the quality of the merchandise is 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 better. Yeah. this year, yes. which is, I, I'm very very pleased with how this is working out so far, and I'm happy that it wasn't a one year thing. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. Well, he said it last year. So, uh, again, I, I vaguely know the guy. Um, uh, one of my one of my buddies, Chris Boone, is, is really good friends with him, so uh, that's how I met him. And uh, we, he sees, he knows me better than I know him, so <laughs> I, I feel bad saying that. But every time he sees me, he stops and talks to me. And last year, I stopped after I was here for a while. I had a conversation with him, and he immediately said, "We're doing this next year." Awesome. And uh, I, I wanted to. I had actually talked to him last year as well. And there goes one of my buddies that did not recognize me. Awesome. Anyways. Um, I, I had spoken to him about having that, that table that we discussed earlier. I want to do that. I want to have that table here. And again, we will be podcasting, so you guys will definitely be part launch next year. Oh, right. I want a punch card. Oh, I will get them made up because <laughs> Kevin's fiance actually works at one of those nice little nifty card shops. You know, well, perfect. She can, she can make it. all that stuff. Well, Business shit. cards We're and everything. We're going to have to get ours. Ultra yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's, uh, launch cards. Yep. that's where I get my cards from. I got them from her. Oh, really? So. Yep. All right. My only true gamer cards and my state marshal cards. Perfect. Both from her. So. Nice. Very good pricing. So if you guys are looking for that, I can set you up. What's the name of the company? 
I don't know. Oh, well, that because doesn't help I'm, me now, I'm does sorry, but I'm, I'm black, so I try to creep through the light. You know, I try to sneak through. I don't, Shame. I don't want any receipts. Shame. I don't really want any receipts or anything like that. I don't want to know who you work for. If you can get them for me, get them for me. You're claiming cash. a $900 million loss. Cash is king. <laughs> it is. Cash is king. It is absolutely right, king. Enough. Well, I get that information because I afford it. Because I, I, will definitely, I will definitely do that. I'll, um, I'll get it from him and... Uh, Actually, I'll just get her email. I'll, I'll forward it to you guys. Awesome. That'd be awesome. So, I got one more question for you. Sure. And then, whatever you guys want to do is cool. This is uh, my little ninja podcast because we haven't officially started our podcast. <laughs> so, this will be our RetroCon special. Oh, nice. Um, nice. So, with all the comic book stuff going on and the immense success that Marvel has had with not only their TV series on Netflix... Their TV series on, I think it's NBC that has their uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I which so, I yeah. think is pretty good. I think they're on their fourth season or something like that. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the movies with the Captain America Civil War being the, the most recent success. And I've actually gotten inside um, a guy that has uh, seen the first 15 minutes of um, Doctor Strange Ooh. and said it's absolutely fucking amazing Ooh. and says that uh, you need to go see that okay. in 3D. Oh, well, obviously. Oh, well, yeah. I usually don't like going to 3D because I think it's a waste. I don't think many movies can pull it off anymore. It's okay. just it's, 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 a, it's a niche thing, so I don't even care. I don't want to see Captain America's shield coming close to my face. It's just stupid. The Matrix in 3D would have been cool. I think the and Matrix in 3D would have been cool. Star Wars, certain, we have to see in 3D. Certain yes. things, yes. Certain yeah. things, I, I think. Um, I do not watch Star Wars in 3D. Why? Because I didn't watch the first three in 3D, so why should I watch the rest? I want to keep my experience the eh. same. Uh, eh. It depends on what they do with the technology. That's that's what my problem is. Most people underutilize the technology, and it's a waste, and you're spending, what, an extra six bucks for no reason. True. Very so, true. At any rate, to continue with the question. <laughs> now, you guys know DC with, with their Batman series games by Rocksteady, Warner Brothers Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. Now... That game is, is huge. It's an absolutely beastly game. I love playing it. I think their combat system is good. Which one is this? Is Arkham City? Um, yeah, well, the majority of the Ark, the whole Arkham series, and then the last one, I guess, was Arkham Knight. Okay. Um, I haven't played them, so I can't. You have to. I, I know. It's, not, it's been on my list. Yeah, uh, guilty. They just released the, um, or at least I don't know if it's out. It, it may be. The, uh, they, they have like an HD collection that's going to come out of the first Oh, really? Yeah, it's like right. the Arkham Collection or something like that. I so keep hearing they're great, the first so I know I, yeah. I probably should. But my question is, since the since I personally believe the only really, really good Marvel game that I've seen in a long time was Spider-Man 2, which I think okay. was the PlayStation 2. That was probably one of the best Marvel games to date. How do you think Marvel gets back into what game should they do to get back into the video game era with with their games? Because if we if we, we exclude, we have to exclude Marvel versus Capcom that's because what I was say. because they're not they're not allowing them to have that. They're not going to give them that contract back. They have a company that they're making pretty much their, the same type of fighting game um, on their own. I don't even agree with that because I think it's just I think it's just the iPad iPhone type game. I have no idea. It's not on consoles at all. But I mean, like the console realm. If we're going back to the console realm. Do we do a DC-style Batman game, or do you think they should try to get back into what Spider-Man did back on the PlayStation 2? Well, so, I'll let, no, that might I'm, be multiple questions there. So yeah. Sure. Attack how you make. Well, I haven't. I I don't often go for games that already have 
a, a built franchise, i.e., I don't normally do video games built off of a movie. I don't normally do video games based off a of, you know based off a of comic book. I like original IPs. That's just kind of my thing. Um, that being said, I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I love the X-Men universe. And that's Marvel, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I would like to see Marvel come out with a successful console X-Men video game because they've had they've had some that sucks, frankly. There was one uh, on um, X-Men Legends, I think. Yeah, and, and there were a few before that as well. Yeah, they just I don't think they've really ever knocked it out of the park and I think Le- Legends I think had a good um, idea, but I think their execution was kind of it was boring. You know, and I, and, and, and I think uh, there were three or four of those, right? I think there, I know there were at least two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see them kind of explore that and go more towards an RPG action kind of thing. Um, but as far as the Batman question, I haven't played. I haven't played the Spider-Man game, and I haven't played the Batman game, so I don't really have a basis of comparison. Um, but I'll tell you what, I will try the Arkham series. I, I definitely I think you should. Um, if you're into uh, action adventure type of games, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that game. I buy it every time it comes out. Okay. And it's because the action is there, the exploration is there, and the with the, the latter of the games, the, um, the Arkham Knight, way more excellent exploration, way more to do. There, I think their only drawback in that was that they try to use the Batmobile way more than they needed to. Are they linear? Are they open world? It's mainly open world. All right. Like you can go from here to there. You can just um, back glide around, which is which is amazing. Okay. Um, the first the first one, the uh, Arkham Asylum, was a little bit more linear because you were actually confined to Arkham Asylum. Okay. Um, I think uh, Arkham City was that the next one? I don't know. I think Arkham City was the next like one. And um, yeah. That, yeah. it, it, it had it was wider, but again it, they made it confined because it was like they closed off a portion of the city. Okay. Then the other one after that was Batman uh, or Arkham Origins or something like that, um, and that wasn't a fan favorite. But I, I finished it just because. So here's what I would do. Uh oh, here we go. This is gonna be this is gonna be loaded. No, it's not gonna be. Loaded. It's gonna be an '80s reference in here somewhere. No, not actually. No. Uh, I gotta hear this one in stereo. No, it's, <laughs> it's actually you make the Punisher a first-person shooter. And you have it interact in the Marvel Universe. Interact how, though? Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, you're going to have other characters cross-reference. Like, you know, you'll have Daredevil and... Um, should. And fit, I believe Spider-Man at one point. Yeah. So, like... Is, Punisher, would, is Punisher Marvel or DC? Yes, Marvel. Marvel. Okay. You know? There would just be a way, like... There would be a... Like... The first-person shooter, the Punisher... The Punisher would be the main story, but would be the sub-story. So, like, he'd be the main story of the video game, but of the overall picture, it would be the sub-story. Like, there'd be a battle raging overhead okay. with, with the Avengers and whatnot. Okay. But this is what's going on in, like, Hoboken, over the bridge, I with the see, Punisher. I can see them doing an, an FPS for Punisher. I think that I think that franchise actually kind of lends itself to that style of gameplay. Yes. It, it kind of does, but I almost wa- I, w- I would almost rather see him in, a, in that Batman-style game. Okay. Because... He doesn't just shoot people, he will beat your ass. True. And That's if you true. and if you've seen the second season of Daredevil, then you you've seen how Punisher beats ass. Really? I haven't watched it. So I'm I in the middle of it. Really? Is it good? Oof. I I am um, so I haven't watched Jessica Jones. The jail scene, um, I'm just saying. 
and Daredevil, I've kind of was, I've I've watched it here and there, but I'm like, I need to watch season two because I got the gist of season one. But I'm like, I need season two because I want to see Punisher. Right. So I'm slowly starting to get through it in the middle of Stranger Things and Narcos. So I, you know, I weed my time. Will, Will, is that you? <laughs> Will, Will, answer me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's still a good show. Well, I love neither it. here nor there. Continue. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I, I, with the lights, with the lights. <laughs> oh, I gotta Are stop you though. Because you kidding me? My stepdaughter has not seen Stranger Things, and she sent us a picture of her apartment in uh, uh, South Carolina. She's in Charleston for law school, and nice. she has these lights strung up on the wall oh, in the background. No. I'm, like, I'm like, did you do that because of Stranger Things? She's like, what are you talking about? The lights. The lights in the back. She's like, I haven't even seen that yet. I'm like, oh, watch it. Oh, uh, Because you were crazy. Right? Yeah, you were crazy. Did you watch? taking them down. That's watch how fast you take those putting, things down. I'm putting letters up. <laughs> I want, oh, we should do that. You're not paying attention. She's not paying attention. No, it's okay. Well, just let her listen later. We'll, yeah. we'll send it to you. It's all right. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you were something. saying though, you were saying where, where are we go. So I thought it would be like a fun, like first-person shooter kind of thing, like to do the Punisher okay. that way. Um, another thing that Marvel can do, which would be freaking genius, okay, is you know how like the TV shows kind of run parallel with the movies. The, it, I can't I, say parallel. Well, I, think I mean, they're like in a, the same because it's well, just like, they're a, in the a, same. A, but Agents, time. Agents of Shield time. runs in between. You know, Agents of Shield is used as a filler. It, um, it is a filler, but it's... And then, like, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage are same time, same characters in it, you know? If they did something where the video games are part of the in-between, I think that would be kind of cool, too. So now it's like, so now it's like, oh, well, where do um, where do Daredevil and Captain America cross paths? Oh, only in the video game. Okay. And then it leads into how they would show up to something. That's all, it's also a good money making money making scheme I, I, right there. Where you, you know, know you have to go for. But the problem moving with, to this medium. But the problem in order to figure order, it out. The yeah. problem with Marvel is the distribution deal they have with Fox, which is why none of the X Men or the mutants are on the Disney side. They're still they done call, by that, Fox. and that's why they call them enhanced. Yes. And on the on on the or uh, special. Um, Agents of Shield, they actually call them Inhumans. Yep. So, oh. which so, is an actual group too. Yes. Well, they were doing that because originally, and this is the reason why Inhumans has been indefinitely postponed, is because they they were using the TV show to push the Inhumans. Okay. They were going to actually go from the, the, the Agents of Shield Inhumans into the movie. Not saying they were going to take those characters, but that's supposedly how it was supposed to branch the off. arc. Yeah. Okay. Um, See, so, I haven't watched and that's these why they shows, use that. so, so I, I'm. I have to. I'm such a geek about yeah. it. I just have to. I really do. There's nothing like, wrong with that. Like, no, I, no, no. There isn't. Like I haven't done Jessica Jones yet. And um, I'm upset with you that you said that. And I haven't done the Luke, same way. Luke Cage. You should be upset with me for not making it to Barcade yet. It's the same <laughs> way I'm upset with you for not seeing Jessica Jones because <laughs> I really, I, I, I don't, I don't know much about Jessica Jones. So, in watching it, I was very intrigued about her powers, where she got them, why she's doing what she's doing instead of trying to be a superhero. Right. And then it forced me to actually look up stuff. And see the relationship. Why I obviously I'm black, so I had to know Luke Cage. So <laughs> again, I didn't read anything about him because there, you know, there weren't a lot of comics that I wanted to read back then. You, you know, you had your mainstays. So yeah, you know, you read Spider-Man and, and right. Captain America and X-Men. You, you read all those, and you know, 
when you seen some a black superhero come out, you were just like, yay! And then it was like a, it was like a five page, it was like a five, it was comic shat. thing, and yeah. it, was, it was done. So yeah, but you wanted to know, you wanted to know what else, like. How did she really get into this this uh, this love affair with Luke Cage? And you can you can see how that happens because they're interested in their own powers. And these are all on Netflix, right? All on yeah. Netflix. I need to watch these. I, I haven't yet. And we were just talking about how we need something new to binge. So maybe I'll start and watching you, and, these. And you have to watch Jessica Jones before you watch Luke Cage. Okay. Not because there's you gotta immense watch references. You watch it, yeah. yeah, but not, not because there's immense references. To Jessica Jones in Luke Cage because there's not there's only a few but there is one character that's popped up in every single one okay. from Daredevil to yeah. Jessica Jones to Luke Cage and I'm pretty sure she's gonna be in Iron Fist as well okay. by the way did you see this the, fam- oh, yes, the, I did. the Family Matters spoof of uh, of, uh, of Luke Cage no I they- didn't I it's, thought you were going to say something totally different nope. in regards to Iron Fist. And nope. I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Nope. Iron Fist, that was awesome. I did not. And I have no totally idea what you're talking about. Scrambled my brain on that one. Iron Fist, I don't know that. A white guy who learns like Kung Fu or something like that and gets imbued with uh, some ancient power so his, fist, his arm turns all fiery and shit. Oh. Yeah, I don't That's know much fun. about him either, as okay. you can tell. All but right. um, yeah, he's in one of the Marvel versus Capcom games as well. So yeah, yeah. L- look him up because. He's, he's pretty awesome. All right. His bizarro counterpart is the uh, Iron Shit, who has a steel-plated ass. <laughs> oh, God. I'm face-palming right now. That's right. And he farts uranium. Oh, there it is. God. Oh. All right. On that note, I'm taking my headphones off because I need to get ready to go to work, gentlemen. Yeah, and I got to oh, uh, get ready nice. for a gig. So uh, Very good, very good. Yeah. And, Fee, you will be here tomorrow, correct? I will be here tomorrow. I'm not sure what time, but, I'll, and I, but I will be here. And I'll, I'm, I'm You'll be here too, I'm assuming. I I cannot make it tomorrow because uh, I work cool. a double shift. Okay. And um, double so, so yeah, I will be uh, home waiting for a call. Tomorrow's when I'll be doing all my uh, my my purchasing as much as I can. Yep. I'll bring money with me. Yes. Yeah, so Phil will be here tomorrow, and then we'll be podcasting tomorrow night. Getting that recording ready. Yep. Do you mind if I cheap plug? Cheap what? Can I cheap plug on your uh, on your podcast? Yes, you can. Thank you. By all means. So, folks, if, if, if you enjoyed our little conversations and banter and hanging out with Marlon, which we do, uh, check out the Ultra Podcast. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, we play local unsigned music. Um, we chat about everything. Everything. E- everything. Marlon, yes, has yes, been, yes. Marlon has been a guest. Um, As of late, our, our biggest obsession has, has been Corey Feldman. Well, yes, Corey Feldman is our new Why obsession. Why not? Yeah. He's, there. he's a complete fool. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't talk about yeah. that. I'm not going to keep you guys on, on this guy's tomfoolery. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, thank you. Thank you for having us. This Thanks, was buddy. not a problem at all. Love this. I got 10 minutes of Donkey Kong before we go. So. <laughs> yes. I, I am actually going to put us into a break mode, and uh, I am going to go check out a couple of things as well, and I will come back and get ready for my interview with Daniel Piscina nice. of Mortal right. Kombat fame. Yes. Awesome. Played Sub Zero, Scorpion, uh, Johnny Cage. In the original games, right? In the original game. I think yes. I want to say one and two. That's um, so bad. Which is something I will ask him how many he's actually. He was the guy they put in. the green suit on with all the little balls on him to track his movements. And, and you know, I don't even think they did it that way back then. And that's going to be a question that I ask him. You got a lot of good Very questions cool. for him. So stay tuned for that, guys. Listen to that, folks. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks thank for you. joining. Craig, thank, thank you, you very much. Peace. We'll be here soon.
And we are back with Only True Gamers. This is your boy Marlon, AKA Hades. I am here with Big Rob and very, very, very special guest. We have Daniel Pacino from Mortal Kombat fame. Played how many different characters? <laughs> I, I, I did a, quite a few. Hi, how, how is everybody doing? I did Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, Smoke, Noob, Cybot. Oh my God. This is absolutely amazing to have him here just sitting and chatting with us. Um, so we're, we're a video game community and obviously Mortal Kombat is one of the biggest fighting games to ever be released. And to sit here with you, as you can tell, I'm, I'm quite nervous. This is one of my first Get podcasts, so <laughs> that's absolutely awesome. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, you know, about your time with Mortal Kombat. Um, so my, my first question, and I know, Rob, you're going to have some questions as well. My fir first question for you, how many different games were you featured in? Actually, that would be only Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. I did a, okay. a couple of side projects. Hosung wanted to, uh, who did Liu Kang, he wanted to get into the uh, video game world. So he had a couple of projects that we were prepped to do, but okay. then um, for some reason they never happened. You know? Okay. Um, can you name any of those projects? There was Tattoo Assassins, which I hear is a cult classic. And uh, Realm Thea Fighters was another game. Uh, I think a couple of other games I can't recall, even if they had a name. Okay. Okay. Um, all were they all Mortal Kombat style games? Yeah, they were all fighting games. Okay. Very good. Uh, like side to side fighting games, or any? Um, what was the the Sub Zero one? They had like the adventure one where he was it was pretty much a side scroller. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, it was like an offshoot of the Mortal Kombat yes. series. It was like their first foray into platforming or like yes. RPGs. Yes. You're playing as Sub-Zero. Yeah, and you, you leveled up and everything like that. Yeah, they're strange. Were, no, were any of them like that? These were no. all fighting games? Yeah, all fighting okay. games. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever done mocap for uh, movies or television? Um, no, not a, not officially. I think it's more more old old uh, school screen performances oh, so okay. rather than uh, the mocap though I do advise like mo my students now and my brother Carlos they still do the, uh, the mocap for the MK uh, really? and Injustice franchises oh no so, so you're of, still involved with the franchise uh, not directly but you know but, my brother and, yeah, my, and like students ask yeah I ask okay. hey I want to do this can I learn this and I'm like okay I can teach you that oh okay <laughs> okay so so when you were filming um, all this stuff for Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Did they list all the moves or did you say, okay, well, this would be the style that this person would use because of his background or, or who, who put that out there for you? Um, actually, uh, when we when we first uh, filming Johnny Cage, which is the father of all uh, Mortal Kombat uh, characters yes. because he was the first one we spent the most time with him trying to figure out just what we needed. Uh, uh, the process was, okay, we need a punch. So I would start to do not only punches, but eye pokes, uh, spear hands, and we would want okay. need to see what would show up on a, on a camera. Okay. So it was basically the shot sheet was like, okay, kick. And then, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> you know, and it was a discovery. John and I were the ones who were, uh, you know, uh, for the first shootings, it was John and I, and then John and I and whatever character, as far as uh, you know, uh, Kano the second character and Raiden the third character. So, uh, okay. not until later did we have other people's input on it. 
movement. Okay. So yeah, so I, I basically got to be the guinea pig and figure out <laughs> what worked and what did not work. Okay. Um, uh, special move wise, I mean obviously the the iconic spear, like everybody knows, get over here. Like that, yeah. that's one of the biggest moves. When you guys were were going over that, who was the one that said, okay, this is how it's going to be done, and this is what's going to happen in this, for you to get that move to look the way that it did. The the actors had a lot of input on on the the character personality and the and the special moves. So there were some special moves that were given to us. But uh, example, like uh, you said, uh, uh, the uh, the uh, rope dart. Yep. For Scorpion. Originally, when we were shooting the ninjas, uh, Ed, Ed Boone uh, wanted me to do uh, a lasso like a cowboy, you know, over my head yeah, and yeah, throw yeah. it and then pull pull you over. And then I okay. looked at him and I was like, I'm not going to be Wonder Woman, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to use a lasso. Exactly. You know, but I told him, but I, in Chinese martial arts, there's a rope dart. And I described the rope dart. It's used to pull uh, horsemen off, off their horses. To, you know, because the guy usually on the battlefield in the old days on a horse, the war horse, yeah, is yeah. the most dangerous because they're freaking kill you. They're like yeah, a tank. Yeah, they're yeah. like a tank that could move very, very fast. So I, w I explained it to them, and they were like, "Oh, okay." Uh, John usually had final say so over over the moves, so he was like, "Okay, we're going to do that." So as I was doing the rope dart action, like rope dart, which in a, you guys can't see right now, but I'm doing like the rope yeah. dart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm acting yeah. like it is a rope dart. Yeah. Um, uh, when I when I pulled them back, uh, Richard Divizio uh, yelled out, "Get over here!" And that is actually wow. the way Richard Divizio he said it in his mannerism, okay. and that stayed in the game. And even when Ed Boon later recorded the voice, he is mimicking Richard Divizio saying, "Get over here." That's absolutely cool. awesome. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of the creation of special moves, like uh, Johnny Cage's uh, first move where he reaches behind him and throws him, I got that from, uh, in Big Trouble in Little China, there's a, a Egg Fu is the main wizard, and he has a yes. bag of magic. Yes. And so I imagine myself reaching into my bag of magic and throwing it at somebody. So wow. that's how, yeah, so a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of, uh, the, the personalities of the characters and special moves are mainly from the actors. Yeah, we that's got to awesome. create that. That's, that's absolutely awesome. That that's is cool some, stuff, that right? Is some really cool stuff. <laughs> and we're geeks, you know. I met John through playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons, so before Mortal okay. Kombat, way before Mortal Kombat. So we, you know, John was a geek who draw drew, and I was a geek who knew martial arts. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, kind of geekhood. That's absolutely awesome. It also almost sounds like it was such a, not low budget, but like a tight-knit little group of people creating this one game that would go on to become it was actually, something amazing. Yeah, yes. it was actually low budget because a lot okay. of the, a lot of the uh, like Johnny Cage's costume was like, hey, what do you have in your wardrobe? Well, I have this. And, uh, or, uh, you know, originally he was going to look more like Daniel Red. Because uh, Johnny Cage is actually modeled after Daniel Rad from Iron Fist, not Van Damme. Everybody okay. says okay. he's Van Damme, but we threw Van Damme. Originally, uh, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, I got a bad. Yes, yes. Yeah. This so is original, great. <laughs> originally, we're going to do this. Uh, John approached me to do this game to help him out with this game. It's going to be 200 cabinets, and so we're going to do this game. And then uh, we pitched it to Ed, who Ed looked at what we had and said, well, "Okay, we could do this." And then Ed took it to the boss, the owner of. Midway, and, mid, and he was the one who came up with the idea, hey, this is a good idea for uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
I was a little disappointed because I thought my ideas were going to go to John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. really work for Midway, but you know yeah. they brought, they got my ideas from myself, Carlson, and Richard. Yeah. And we're going to going to give them to Van Damme. So I wasn't happy. But then Van Damme wanted money, and and uh, Midway is cheap. They yeah. don't want to spend any money. Yeah. They <laughs> didn't know? have Van Damme money. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so then we canceled. Then Mortal Kombat got canceled. We were not going to do Mortal Kombat. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, but uh, John was like, you know, my friends and I spent time on this game. Can we go back to our original idea of 200 cabinets? And then Ed was like, okay, I'll go ask the boss, the owner. And the owner was like, yeah, do your 200 cabinets. I think, it, you know, what you guys got is a good idea. And so when we were going to do that, then... John was like, you know what, Van Damme, fuck Van Damme, we don't, I'm sorry, I don't know if we're good, no, I can no, say that. No, go ahead, totally go ahead. You're a perfect no, I really did. fuck him, yeah, I got it. <laughs> he goes, we're going to make fun of him, we're going to throw some couple moves in there to make fun of, you know, to to be like, oh, guess what, we don't need Van Damme, we have Van Damme right here. Yeah, so which exactly. Means, exactly. Uh, you know, so, yeah, so we threw in a little Van Damme, Van Damme and a little uh, Daniel Rad into Johnny Cage. Is, so, is that where yeah. the split punch came from? That is why John was like, John knew I could do the splits, and he's like, oh man, dude, you know, we're gonna do the splits and punch somebody in the nuts. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, okay, if you, yes. you know, I could do yes. it if you yes. want, you know, anything you guys want me to do, I can do. But basically, then the that special move came from, yeah, John. That's awesome. That's completely awesome. When you when you guys finished with the product and you, you actually got to play it, I'm assuming you guys got to play it first. Before it was released to anybody else, I'm assuming you guys got the chance to actually test it out. We actually tested it out a little bit during its production. Like the first time I saw myself, uh, because Johnny Cage was the first character, okay. So a lot of, lot of the first fighting was Johnny Cage versus Johnny Cage because there was no other character really done yet. Yeah. So you know he's like, hey, you got to come in and play the game. John called me up. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna come in and play the game. And he's like, now watch this. And he did like. He did his combo where he punches my head off. Yeah, but nice. but it, nice. it, it was there. I was just shocked because two, it was the blood was coming out uncontrollably, more like a <laughs> more like a samurai movie, you know, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a wolf wolf and cub movie. Yeah, you know, where the freaking blood just kept yeah. coming out of the top of my head. I'm just like, oh my god! And, and because two, it is at that time it looked real. Yeah, you know, it's not like now, like high definition. It, it, yeah. it, for, at that period, it looked really real, and I was just kind of shocked and be like holy cow we cannot we can do this and he's like John, John's like look around and I look around it's just me and him him and I he's like we can do whatever the fuck we want yes. <laughs> yes. you know so awesome. I was just like okay and, and as you notice after Johnny Cage each character's uh, fatality gets more and more over the top yeah. because oh, you yeah. know once we get comfortable with it we're like okay we're gonna push boundaries even further yeah. You know? yeah. yeah everybody's like we can do this, then okay, let's okay, do yeah, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like Rich actually wanted to eat your heart, like pull out your heart and eat it like an apple. <laughs> yeah, we we did think that was a little funny bit funny story. The top. I used to read a lot of EGM magazine, Electronic Gaming Monthly, and when they were talking about the game before, like any, there, were, there weren't a lot of people playing it, and obviously back then there wasn't this type of communication. So right, you would just hear things. And that's exactly what I heard when I first found out about the Kano fatality. It was like, he pulls out your heart and eats it. I was like, holy shit, he does what? I'm like, how do you do it? Nobody knew how to do it. 
So everybody, you know, when the finishing is coming up, you're like, finish him, and everybody's just rattling the controller and slamming yes. buttons to figure out how to do it. And then when you finally see it happen, you're like, did he eat it? What did he do? Where is it? And, you know, it's like dripping in his hand. It's like, ah, oh, he didn't eat it. But it was still the greatest thing ever. You're like, holy shit, this so is badass. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But, yeah, yeah, when we filmed that part where he's actually biting into it, it's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> it looks a little shocking. And then John was like, oh, I don't know if we could do that one. How about just hold it over your head? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it would be cool if it's like, you know, still, still beating. Still beating, yeah. yeah. And then so, you know, a lot of times oh my God. Yep. we were creating special moves, it's just steamrolled. You know, one yeah. of us would say something and all of a sudden steamroll into the next thing and all of a sudden everything's like craziness. Uh, you know? That, that must be cool to be in the environment that allows you, you know, you're hired as an actor basically, but it allows you to have input, invest in the characters, help create the thing. Yeah. He, 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 I, yeah, we we weren't actually hired for for actors. We were because okay. nobody thought we were going to get paid. We were hired. You know, we met beforehand. Gave them like the ninjas are Lin Kuei because I didn't want to do Japanese ninjas. I was like, if this game has Japanese ninjas, I'm not doing it. Okay. And John was like, okay. okay, what do you want? And I was like, oh, there's a you know there's a little known ninja because I wanted to make it more geeky and interesting rather than okay. mainstream. Okay. So I was like, oh, the, these, there's a book out you can read about it. And there's these Chinese ninjas, Lin Kuei, and they kind of like do their ninja stuff like this, and they kind of like don't look like a regular ninja. They kind of, you know, they're a different type of assassin. And so then we, so they took that idea and yeah. gave birth to awesome. what we have. So we, we got a lot of, uh, I think uh, once it got control of the management, the game got, we didn't get as much credit as we should have. Yeah. I, I could see that being the case back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. That happened a lot. Yeah, like I said, when we were filming, like, Johnny Cage the first time, it was just John and I. And then when we filmed Kano, it was John, John, myself, and Richard. There was no management or anybody really coming right. in to give their two cents until it started to see that, oh, this game's going to be something. Then people started to drop by. But, but that was cool for us. We wanted yeah. more input because we can know, we can grab that idea and just continue with it and yes. see where we could take it. It wasn't just like, we knew that nothing was going to be just one dimensional. Yeah, it's very cool. That's absolutely awesome. Um, when, when, you, when you first saw the movie, did it feel awkward? Like, because, I mean, the movies are, are geeky, obviously, but I don't think they were great. I don't, to be honest, I really don't even think they portrayed the game as well as you guys portrayed the game. So when you saw it, when you guys saw it, I don't know if you guys may have, maybe you guys went together or somebody said, hey, you know, let's go check this out, you know, or did you guys have input on it? I mean, when you saw that, were you like, oh, or were you really excited? Um, well, originally when, um, because the game was small, uh, and we were only going to do 200 cabinets when it started steamrolling. I kept on asking John and hey, you know, you guys are all getting bonuses, but how about the actors? Yeah. And they were like, always like, oh, we're going to take care of them. Don't worry. These guys are, you know, the management's not a bunch of jerks. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not a bunch of assholes. They're going to take care of you. So uh, when the movie came out, we actually met with uh, the producer, I think it's Karen Kazanoff or something like that. We went with the producer and he videotaped us, like, our ideas for doing the movie. Okay. But later on, they, they were like, well, you know, you can be in the movie, but 
you know, we won't, we don't have to pay you for what you did, in, you know, helping create the game and doing all that stuff. And I was like, well, I'd rather not be in the movie. And yeah. you know, and that was an excellent foresight, knowing that the game is going to last longer than in the movies. Yeah. Well, it's from a movie, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were betting it, on the game being more successful. Yeah, I, I was betting on not having Chicago politics, uh, basically. Okay. But we do have <laughs> Chicago politics. I live in Chicago, Illinois, so that part didn't even work out well. Okay. Uh, but you know the Chicago way. Everybody, anything you hear about Chicago, yes, it's true. <laughs> okay. okay. So, um, so yeah. When I saw the movie, I was like, no, it's too Hollywood. Uh, you know, one of the people in the movie uh, mentioned. You know, I knew, I knew I was a little bit in the industry, and somebody from the movie once said, like, how can you do Mortal Kombat? That's such a violent game. Later on, they got to be like big in the movie, producer, you know, or yeah, stuff yeah. like that, but it was all right for them to do it, but it yeah. wasn't all right for me to do it, you yeah. know, that type of thing. So, but having that, those people in, it's Hollywood, it turned out more not, even John was like, uh, the creative work on John Tobias, he was just like, um, very disappointed, he goes, they, he goes, I gave them my ideas and they didn't even use them, and they started doing whatever they wanted yeah. to do. Right. And he goes, yeah. and I can't, can't do anything because I don't, you know, I work for Midway, they own the rights, they change the movie a lot. Because I just don't really like yeah. the movie because it's not Mortal Kombat. So you know, I when mean, I look at it, I I, I am disappointed because it could have been good. It could have been yeah. good. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? There's a lot of potential. It, like the one thing that I think stands out from from both of the movies, in my eyes, is the best fight scene out of both movies was the Johnny Cage and Scorpion. That was the best thing out of that entire. The entire two movies, and you look at any other fight scene, none of them was, none of them were as in depth, none of them looked as brutal as that one fight scene. It looked authentic, but the rest of the movie wasn't. Yeah, it, but you know, when you when you sell out, when your your focus is to make money, you got to sell it. Stuff. Yeah, you know, exactly. you know the, you know, as being a, a fan of things, I will go see a, uh, you know. I'll go see a movie, even if though I know it's going to be bad. I'll just still go see it. I'm like yeah. a, a, a yeah. fan of you know almost all the all any action movie or any you know Marvel movie or you know even Batman Superman. I thought that was great. <laughs> no, I thought yes, no, I thought it was great. I, I thought it showed the drama of being the drama and responsibility of being a superhero. You know what I mean? I that your that. actions are. You know what I mean? You could save somebody's life, but then the guy behind you dies, and that is yeah. that is a I, fact of life. I get that, but I thought it was still a bad movie. Yeah, I like I like that you put that out there. That that fact was was well demonstrated throughout the movie, almost to a to a point where it felt like they were shoving that down. Ladies must get a fatality. Sorry, you will be no longer on the show. <laughs> I'm gonna punch out like the head right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like all. Yeah, the, yeah, I'm, yeah. Is there a superhero you'd love to play? Um, I, I did That's play. A phenomenal a question. I played Iron Fist, Daniel Red. And did you? That is no. That's who Johnny Cage is. In number three, they changed the more to Van Dam. But when I was doing okay. Johnny Cage, we modeled that off of uh, Daniel Red, Iron oh, Fist. Okay. And Jax is Power Man. Oh, originally shit. the first you know one. Look Jack, at that, that makes a lot of sense. Originally, yeah. we we're gonna wow. have Jackson number one. Okay. As Power Man. And, and that's really? where we got, where, where do you think Johnny Cage came from? Luke Cage. Is, yeah. Uh, we got a lot from being a geek. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so everybody's that's like, so oh, Van Damme is Johnny Cage. No, man. Later on when I left, sure, they made him into that. Yeah, but yeah. That, 
Again, you got people in charge who really don't know the story and the history. Yeah, sure, yeah. they're going to change the Johnny Cage. Yeah. But originally, yeah, I got to play Iron Fist That's in cool. Mortal Kombat. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. Are you excited for the new one coming out? Was he was he something you liked? Yeah. Iron Fist. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, is that, Dude. Is that yours? That, so I'm assuming that's your superhero. Like no, uh, Iron Fist is he your was guy. one of mine, but uh, John really liked them. So okay. again, John, oh, okay. yeah, John, okay. yeah, John really liked those guys. Yeah, so, you know, because we, you know, again, together, I owned every yeah. freaking Iron Fist comic book. I, that's dope. I, yeah, that also really the magazines cool. Deadly Hand for Kung Fu. I think I still have those at my mother's house. Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah, great. Yeah, so yeah, you know, we got it like, a, yeah, we're, as I said, we are really geeks. That's you know, awesome. That's awesome who knows to hear. Who's a master of martial arts. The, um, but, but to his, back to his question, though. Are you excited for this Iron Fist? I yeah, mean, I really am. Were you excited for Luke Cage? Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, yeah. You watched the awesome. whole thing? Yeah. Not like, the whole I thing. Love, I loved it. Not loved the whole thing as, well. as much as uh, uh, as time allows me, but yeah, I love the yeah. whole series. Have you seen? Have, have you been able to see the you know the two Daredevil seasons yeah. and Daredevil School? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, and and I have to ask you this because I think a lot of these um, these series, Netflix series have been taking a lot of martial arts as well. What do you think about the choreography in that? I, uh, I think it's good, but naturally I would, I would, um, I, I have a, a different view of, of, of martial arts, I guess. Okay. Like a lot you of look stuff. at it with an insider's eye. Yeah, so a lot of times uh, I like I do really like it, but I would add little things to make it more authentic. Everybody, uh, no offense, you know, I love I love every single martial art, but a lot of American martial arts are based off of sport martial art, okay. which is different than actually uh, I will kill you martial art. Okay. So a lot of, uh, because of rules and things like that, everybody, you know, like I love to watch uh, MMA, but really in, in traditional martial arts, there's no such thing as MMA because we always, it's, it's whatever takes you home. You use whatever it is right. to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. live. Yes. You know what I mean? So there's joint striking. So. So a lot of people are like, oh, put up your hands to defend yourself. Traditional arts, you don't because that's the first thing I'm going to punch is, I'm going to punch your elbow, it's going to shatter, and then I'm going to kill you. So you don't put your hands up. Okay. Or you don't extend your hands because I'm going to grab your hand by the finger, and then I'm going to grab a part of your chest, and when I throw you, your finger's going to break, and I'm going to rip part of your toe off. And I'm going to throw you in a way where your leg breaks. So when you land the floor, you're going to be a shattered person, and then I'm going to kill you. So, <laughs> okay. So it all, and two, it's a traditional martial art always ends with, I'm going to kill you. And yeah. the and, uh, uh, honorable way is like, oh, I'm going to kill you fast. That's how I'm going to respect you, is kill you very quickly, not prolong your death, you know, because you're a worthy opponent. So now it's, you know, when you take that out of, take that out of fighting, right, right. it's a little <laughs> bit different. So, yeah, so when I stuff see uh, martial art movies, I always would kind of add maybe something like that where people would be like, get a, a view of what it is to be really brutal. Yeah. That, that's an amazing take on it. <laughs> I, I, I like hearing the ending though where he's like, I'm going to do this, that, and a third, and then I'm going to kill you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and again, that's, yeah, that's I'm not the gonna, realness of it. Yeah, it's not, it's not I'm going to score no, a point. I'm not yeah, going to, I'm not going to yeah. tap you out. I'm going to, if I get you There a, is no tap out. No. There's there none. No, I'm gonna. If I throw you, I'm gonna throw you so your neck snaps. Okay. So I don't have to choke you because yeah. you're on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, dead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm not. If if you can put a chokehold, you could rip a throat out. So what is more effective? Yeah. 
you know, the, the 30 seconds it takes to choke you out or the three seconds it takes to snatch your throat. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go to Chicago because I need, <laughs> I need to train with him. Yeah, you're welcome to train. I mean, the, world, the world's going to shit anyway, yeah. so I need, yeah. I need to prepare. Yeah. And I true. think this is going to be the best method to protect my life and my family. That's <laughs> true. Because I'm not letting anybody... In, there's going to be bodies outside of my house at this point. Right. Like and you leave there as a warning. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Hey, why not? You, and you put little sticky notes on each one. <laughs> right. Vlad the Impaler did that, right? Nobody yes. would mess with him exactly. because he put you on the stick yeah. and you're like, oh, yep. no, I'm not going back. You know? Exactly. Because that's... Yeah, that's it's what intimidation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what it is, you know? So, my last question to you, I told you I wasn't going to keep it too long, but it's been 20 minutes. I could talk to you all day, but I know you have other people that are going to want to see you. So, my last question to you is going to be, if you could make a video game right now, almost in the same vein as when you started back then, what would you do? And, and if you can answer that, I want you to name the game. Or try to. We'll, we'll, we'll let you try to. Yeah, actually naming the game would not be my <laughs> expertise. And two, I have, we, uh, somebody else has, uh, actually asked me to help out on a game that would fit this. So I can't really answer right now. Wait, because then you're still wait, my kung fu. You would steal my kung fu. Okay, we got a new game. You're yeah. talking a new game? Yeah, a new you, game. And you're working on this? Uh, we're going to be working on is it. This, romantic is this an exclusive? Can I, can I say this is an exclusive uh, right sure, now? Sure, yeah, this would be an exclusive, yeah. So so Daniel Piscina is working on a new game. Is this a fighting game? It will be a fighting game. Okay. Side-scrolling, <laughs> same style, um, or are we going different? Uh, <laughs> bo both. Okay. Bo okay. Both because that's what it, that's what, you know, if I did it like the old game, then everybody would compare it to one and two. But I've already done one and two. Okay. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no, there's no, you know, if you're gonna make something unique, you can't make it out of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, exactly. was, I think that's what happens with the franchise right now. They're making ten and eleven and twelve, but yeah. out of one and two, you know, no, you've already done that. You know, you yes. need to do something different. Okay. So it's gonna be some, a little. It's gonna be like that. You're not gonna be disappointed with that, but you're not okay. gonna be disappointed with the other stuff. All right, Thanks. so I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't want to ask you too much. It seems like. <laughs> yes, you do. There's, there's still over here. <laughs> I definitely do, but it seems like there's too much that's under wraps right now. So, is this gonna be for consoles, or is it gonna come out in the arcade first? PC, where? Is, it is. It will how be. How is this gonna come it out? It will be more like PC, but because some of the people. Who I'm working with on, I'm gonna blow it now. <laughs> I always had a big mouth. One of the guys who's working on it owns the biggest arcade in the whole world, so he really likes it to be an arcade cabinet. Okay. So part of it might be that, and then other other things. And as I said, it's uh, and being a geek, you know. Uh, I'm excited it, already. Yeah, I'm it, excited it, already. If it goes through, if everything goes through, because again, uh, now the dream is. It's just like in MNK, the dream was big, but because we weren't limited, it, it came out well. But this one is already, it, the ideas are, are huge, We're, we, it's going to take a little bit of time. But okay. I think people will not be disappointed. Oh, I'm, I'm excited that now. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. absolutely excited yeah. now. Can I, can I add uh, my website, masterpasina.com? You can add whatever you Twitter. want to. Uh, Twitter nice. is uh, masterpasina.com. 
you know, at Cena. If you want to see uh, footage of Mortal Kombat, like uh, behind the scenes, you go to Instagram, which is Master D. Pacina, because I cannot remember the password for Master Pacina. So I just, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm that unorganized. But yeah, yeah, come visit me, you know. Nice, that's awesome. very awesome. I'll, hey, when the, uh, this next project is uh, ready to roll, I have the biggest smile, so I will be letting people on it in on it. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Well, it's, it's absolutely awesome. a pleasure to yeah. have you come over here. Again, like I said, this is one of my first podcasts that I'm doing for my group, Only True Gamers. You can check us out as well. I gave you a business card. We are on Facebook, Only True Gamers. It's a group, not a page. Um, you can also check our website out, onlytruegamers.net. We'd appreciate it if you showed up. I'm going to post some of these pictures. Okay. Um, when I'm done with the podcast, I will put that up as well. Only guys True Gamers, heard. get over here. Absolutely. Get over here. Daniel Pacina, thank you for showing up. Hey, Rob, thank you for helping me out with this interview. Man, I can't wait to see what you have in store for us. Thanks again, man. Okay, Appreciate thank everything. Thanks, guys. Take it easy, man. Okay, we'll see thank you guys again. Very nice meeting you. Thanks thank for showing you. up, guys. Thanks for listening to Only True Gamers. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. And we are back to Only True Gamers podcast. I am sitting here with Pete. This is actually Pete's booth, so I'm kind of... Uh, taking up some real estate on his booth here. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> um, such a good time um, at the, the, the retro. I call it RetroCon. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going. So we got our 2016 Retro World. Yeah. Um, got some people sneaking through. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Um, so what do, what do you think so far? I mean, you've been you've been at your booth for a while now. Yeah. Um, I think it's going pretty good. Honestly, uh, I've, I've, uh, it's probably got the same amount of people as it has last year, but it's going to be two days. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of the vendors saying that, that, that this is one of the best uh, conventions they've been to because so many people are buying so much stuff. Yeah. I, honestly, I just think it's because there's not enough gaming conventions in the area that this one's doing really well. You know, one of my buddies, I hadn't seen him in a very long time. Um, guy Brian he was over here and um, we were talking about a lot of the stuff that happened in the past and you know the fact that they hadn't had any any conventions or anything like that and he had said that a few weeks ago he was at a convention a video game convention in Hartford said it was at a hotel and it was terrible he said it was completely horrible yeah so him being here he was like this is he's like this is amazing this whole place is, is awesome he said he's having way more fun here than he was there. Yeah, well, one of the things I think that that, uh, that I think is really good about this place is because it's it's developed by gamers for the gamers. Like, they're not just oh, there's vendors everywhere. There's gaming booths. There's game music going on. There's all kind. There's tabletop games. There's all different types of things. So it's kind of uh, uh, broadening itself out to the any to the any gamer pretty much where. Maybe the one in Hartford, if it was just in a small hotel, it might have not had the same impact that this one does. Like the people here really seem to care about what what uh, type of stuff that they got going on here. Yeah, and you can see as as well. Um, I was saying earlier, like even right across from us, um, diagonally across from us, you see this booth over here, where this guy's got a serious setup. Yeah. He's got he's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, a lot of the consoles, the older consoles, um, the old fat Xbox with the hamburger controller, I mean, uh, 64s and 
and uh, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. He's got all this stuff in here, and and he's put them out pretty well. Like they yeah. look, the, the way he has them set up is, it, it looks really good. Yeah. And this is what we were missing last year. I think a, a, a lot of the vendors last year just probably didn't think it was going to take off as well as it did. Yeah. And now those vendors are here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, like you were saying, Marlon, with those guys over there, at least they were. The thing about it is, is that, you know, I go over there and I see, and there's some of their stock is like almost half empty. It's like they get a lot of people, and this year people are are coming out in droves and buying a lot of stuff. And you get, the, and the nice thing about it too is you get to see all different kinds of things, like bead art, T-shirts, video games, all kinds of stuff. It's just really, it's really amazing, just all the stuff that's here. And there's still room for comic books. Yeah, there, was, can... there was at least two booths that I saw that had comic book stuff. Exactly. I, I, I see a lot of booths here that have comic books, um, even even towards where the, the farther exit is, past the stage. There's this guy over there has a crap ton of comic books over there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff where, you know, like, nostalgic stuff you'll see. Um, the older consoles. Um, some people have like mini arcade um, systems set up, like the, the little little mini cabinets and everything, right. um, where they're allowing people to play. Have you know, including Daniel Pacino, who has a Mortal Kombat ar- arcade cabinet set up next nice. to where he's signing autographs and taking pictures. That's that guy's cool. actually fucking awesome. He's really, really down to earth guy. Really cool to talk to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just think this year they've done a better job of, of getting uh, more gaming sales in here, like people who actually care about gaming, and they're they're not just selling it just for a buck. Right. Yeah. I think that way too, because like you're definitely seeing, like you're mentioning about uh, the different cabinets. Like a couple of tables down from us, they have an NHL cabinet, the NHL uh, 94 cabinet that they're going to be using for tournaments, which is pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, it, it, these guys, like, they really care about the, the systems that they're making the games for, because you get a lot of different, um, you, you're getting a lot of different consoles all over the place. And it's ranging from pretty much everything, like I've seen Atari stuff, ColecoVision, up to even now with the PS3 or PS4 and stuff like that, you know, you're seeing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, there was a... Uh... A guy uh, towards that that exit I was talking about. There's a guy over there that had um, some PS4 stuff that I hadn't seen. Obviously, I don't pay attention to everything if it's not something I like. I, I obviously don't pay too much attention to it. But right, uh, some of the stuff there was really unique. Yeah. You know, even it, it was a collector's edition of a game. It looked like an RPG game. So, I mean, these these guys, they they have the stuff to sell. Yeah. They're they're finally here, and this is really what brought everybody out I mean yeah I mean I've met I've met people uh, so far that have come so far from Pennsylvania New York I saw a couple people I was talking with from Vermont and New Hampshire so they're coming from like all over New England to come down here which is really great to see that's even better because that's just gonna make it it's gonna be better tomorrow too because the people that couldn't make it today are gonna be here tomorrow so yeah. and, and, th- and this is gonna be I'm thinking tomorrow is gonna be more of the people from the area, in-state mm-hmm. area, because some people are still working right now. Right. They don't want to just come to the after party. Right. They, you know, they, they want to you know, soak up everything. So those people are going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. I unfortunately can't make it tomorrow because I'm on the clock for a double shift, so I won't be able to be here. Um, I'd love to, but um, it's, it, 
it's not going to happen for me tomorrow. Yeah, but usually on Sundays is more the, usually with conventions is more of like the laid back days, family kind of thing, and, and I think they're sort of doing the same thing. But I mean, it's still going to be business as usual, but they're going to have, I believe tomorrow they're going to be having a lot more tournaments uh, of their, all different types of games. and. And uh, you don't even have to be good at them to just come down and play them because it's really cool to, to be playing them in the uh, actual like uh, arcade consoles and stuff that they're going to be having them in. Like I remember last year when I went over to the um, when I went over to some of the arcade machines over at, at the uh, gaming thing and they didn't, and some of them weren't working correctly. It seems like this year they really have their 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 uh, their eye on the prize and they they really have it all set up and it's uh, really really nice. I think last year they didn't have a technician, whereas I think this year they, they actually probably had some, whoever were bringing the, the, the games in, I think they're actually paying right. somebody to be here and fix the games. I saw one guy, he took a um, he took one of the pinballs apart, he had the glass off and he started to fix it. Um, but there's still, there are some games that aren't even functioning. Right. Um, and there, there are a couple of games, there's, there's buttons and controllers that aren't working, uh, stuff that I've played. Mm -hmm. um, I mean... If I think if you, if you're gonna bring them here, and not to say that it, it it they weren't working beforehand, but if you're gonna bring them here, they should be working. Right. And if you're gonna leave them here all day, there should be a technician on hand. Yeah. I mean, it, especially if it's something that you know you're gonna say, okay, well later on we could potentially have a tournament in this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Street Fighter, you got Mortal Kombat. I mean, yeah. you could do high scores and. Donkey Kong and, right. and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's several different things that you can do in there. I know some of them they were saying were, are supposed to be for sale. Mm -hmm. I haven't even seen anybody with a price list. Right. That, that, I mean, in the arcade respect, that's that's my only gripe with that mm -hmm. is not being able to see a price list. If I was interested, um, maybe I'm interested in, in a Marvel Capcom cabinet. Right. I, I wouldn't be able to pay for it because I don't know where. How much, I'm, yeah, how much I don't know how paying? much. Who I'm paying. Uh, how am I getting it to my house or this, that, and third? I don't know. Right, right, right. Um, that would be my only gripe yeah. with that area. But, yeah, I mean, I think they, it's set up a little bit better than last year. Yeah, I think um, they've gotten more people, like vendors, in fact, as well. And then, uh, you know, I, what um, I was talking to Fee and Craig about earlier uh, was the fact that They've, they've separated it as well. So uh, the console gaming is no longer in the same area. Right. They've yeah. moved that to somewhere else. The only problem on that end is that, from what Fee was saying, I wasn't going to go into the console area myself, but from what Fee was saying is that it was a little bit more packed. Yeah. Well, when I went over there, there was, there was a good amount of people playing all the different consoles, but honestly, if I wanted to play a console game, uh, I would just... I would just do it at like at home. At home, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, much. granted, uh, some of the stuff could be a lot of fun, but like, you know, it, it, it just I just feel like it's a little bit better. Like, to, you're here for the experience of like arcade stuff. Yeah. So that's that's why I'd be like, I'm gonna play the arcade games. Like, no offense to anyone who's playing the console stuff, because I actually have a uh, you know an emulator set up for Goldeneye and everything. You know, so I'm not really I'm not really like busting on them, but I'm just saying like. Some of the games, I mean, if you really want to play them like just the old way, it, it might be easier just to do it yourself. And especially if there's a lot of lines over there too. Yeah. Again, like I said, I didn't even, I didn't even go over into that area. Um, but at least they do, like you were saying, they do have it broken up in the in the essence of like 
One section's arcade, one section's uh, console stuff. Yes. And then they actually have the upstairs area for tabletop games and stuff like that. Magic the Gathering and all kinds of card games and stuff, so that's cool. Yeah, yep, they, the upstairs um, were, again, one of my buddies was telling me about that, so I didn't even bother to go up there either because I'm not into that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I didn't bother with that area, but I, I did get a good look around and, you know, seeing a lot of the stuff that off, that are offered, and there are a lot more games and consoles for sale. It's, it, it's good to see. Yeah. Yeah, especially for the vendors as well. I mean, it's good that people, you gotta you gotta have a good eye when you're looking around, looking at stuff. It's good, it, but it is good to see all the different types of games. Like, I went to one booth that had like all in, import games, like from Japan, and like awesome. he had them at a really great price. It's just like awesome. I, it's just like I'm not gonna buy them all because like, I you know I only have a finite amount of space in my own home, so it's exactly. like exactly. So exactly. it's it's you gotta you gotta you gotta balance it out with what you're gonna get. Yeah, and, and, and I haven't bought as much as I I would like to buy as as well because you know I'm, I'm in the process of, of finishing the basement area for my game room section and right. there's gonna be certain spaces to put things, um, and I like to buy collectors editions. Right. I I love collectors editions of of certain games. You know the stuff that I want. Um, so. I don't know where I'm going to put it, exactly. especially if it's going to be something huge. Like a few years ago when Titanfall came out, mm -hmm. that was huge. That box was huge. I mean, it's the type of box that I was receiving parts for my job in. Right. It's it was just a huge ass box with you know where it had a Titan in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I don't know where I'm going to put that. Right. Yeah. So and I and I like and I just keep liking. The, I love buying this stuff. So I don't know where I'm going to put it. So yeah. if I'm here and I'm and I'm looking at stuff whereas I've, I've already seen a couple of, of, of items bigger items that I would like to purchase and now I'm like damn I really can't because yeah. I have nowhere to put it right yeah that happens that's the uh, that's the the life of a gamer slash collector I mean you want to have room to put all that stuff but in the end it's like uh, do I have enough space to buy this thing you know what I mean yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's definitely worrying about... Because you, you come to something like this and you see everything, and you're like, I want that, I want that, yes. I want that. And then you're like, where am I going to put it? Yeah. And then if you do buy it, where do you put it? Yeah. Where do you store it? Now, do you store it in, the, in, in your attic or your basement or something like that? Yeah. And I, I have tons of items right now that are just riddled with dust. Yeah. Because I, I, had, I had nowhere to put it in the time that I've been collecting these things. Right. Well, I have I have a couple of rules about like when I come to a convention because usually when I come to conventions, I'm here to buy stuff. Not okay. so much not so much to like see who the fancy people are here. You know the popular people like like we got Tony Atlas, we got Miss uh, what's her name Mother Russia. We've got the oh guy. that's who that was. Yes, and uh, so we were calling her Amazon Lady a little, uh -huh. a little earlier. Well, she looks she let me tell you right now she looks terrific. All right, and from the movie Kick Ass Two. She doesn't look very good, but man, oh man, Mother Russia, she's a hottie. Anyways, there's a couple of rules that I have about. Uh, so let's let's label your rules out. All right. Just just to let everybody know, um, we just we have Kevin who just joined us um, from his two new two nerds, Etsy. Yeah. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, hello. That's how I talk. He's 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 one of the uh, fine members of the Only True Gamers community. True yeah. story. True story. Schmidley, Schmidley. Anyways. Um, <laughs> So, so Pete has his rules okay. 
for, for coming to a convention. So let's hear these rules. I want I want them labeled out like one, two, three. Nice. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really only have maybe three. Okay. One, of the, one of the rules okay. is if you see something. Say something? That you, yeah. <laughs> okay. But if you see something so cool when you see it and you're like, oh my God, I got to fucking have that. Buy that right away because here's what's going to happen. You're going to be like, I want that, but I'm going to go look at other tables and shit. You come back, it's, it's gone. gone. So, so you got to kind of like, if you see something and you love it, just get it. So, then, I, so I've already broken that rule. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, the second rule I'd say like is if if it really doesn't make you go, oh my god, I gotta have that. Uh, it's probably you know like uh, I don't really need it, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing is just look, 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 and then try try to negotiate. One one thing I like to try to do like when I'm trying to get a game or something, I'll negotiate. Like I almost now in the age of smartphones. I will almost like look it up on eBay and be like, hey, I saw somebody do that. Hey, yeah. This is like 20 bucks here. What are you doing with this $40? No, 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 no. This price yeah. tag. Yeah, I, no. I, I did that today, as a matter of fact. There's a guy that's across the way and he's selling the USB old school controllers, SNES, NES. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, right, let me see if I can get this. I walk over and it's 12 bucks. I was like, bro, I can get this for three right now from Amazon. It'll yeah. be here on Monday. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm always a deal. He's like, get out of here. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Because that's what will happen oh, most no. of the time, yeah. anyways. When now you do it's that, smartphones. You just be like, yeah. oh, if it's a yeah. good deal, then you know. If it's a, but like you said, if it's a hard find game or if it's like something that's like, what's what's crazy now for her? Little Samson. Little Samson's like what, four hundred bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw yeah. I saw that one guy selling the Earthbound with the box and everything. It was a grand. For one grand, I'm like, holy God! You're you're at the wrong you're at the wrong place, yeah. bro. Yeah. You do realize this is Connecticut. They yeah. do say it's a rich state, but nigga, we broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Story. Saying, so. True story. Yeah. You know, that's why we're trying to sell stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, so. But, yeah, I, I think I've I think I've had my eye on a couple of things and I've walked past them. So, I mean, if your rules hold true, then I should probably not buy them. I should probably just go home without them. Yeah, yeah well, most of the time, I mean, that's because my rules have changed as a schmidge from when I used to do this, like, back in the day, because it's like... It's like I, when I had income and I had space to put stuff, I'd be like, all right, let's get this, let's get that, let's get this. And then as as, as you get older and you're like, oh my God, my room's filling up with all this shit. You know, I gotta, yeah. I gotta figure out, you know, uh, God, do I really need that cartridge of, you know, whatever, when I could just emulate it or something? Do so I really need that 12th card of chrysalis? Yeah. Probably not so much. <laughs> How many Dragon Warrior cartridges do I have to have? You know what I mean? I, 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 I agree with you there, though, because if you do see something, I've had that happen a bunch of times where you see something and you're like, like oh, it's sick. Like, I really want that. You're like, yeah. but, you know what? Give me a little bit of time. And it's like, you, you might not even come back like half an hour later and you're like, dude, It's gone. already gone. You're like, oh, God, I should have got that then. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely agree on that one. But, yeah, let's sure. talk about uh, two nerds, uh, two nerd stuff. Let me tell you about their soap. It's terrific. Let me <laughs> really? tell you. Really? Their soap Every is time very good. Soap, he goes up yeah, I'm taking that one. I bought a soap that was called Cloud Strife. I'm telling you, if I come in with a Buster Sword tomorrow, it's, it's going to be great. Okay. okay. Do you big, have anything with lavender? Yeah, big, big spiky blonde hair. He's going to come in all angsty. Yeah. Tomorrow with blonde hair. Hey, guys. I got to say, though, I did buy, um, I guess, uh, one of the eye pillow things. Oh, we suggest, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, one of them was uh, with the Avengers stuff on it. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. one of them was like Disney villains. Like, my, my daughter would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. See, I'm, I'm, everybody's going to laugh, but I love lavender. It fucking smells amazing. Yep. I, I absolutely love it. It's, my, good, it's good when you're trying to sleep. Like, it helps, it helps you go to sleep. So. Yeah. 
And, and that's probably why I'm tired during the day because I have lavender deodorant. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, but, but yeah, I bought um, one that had like lavender and lemon or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like supposed to be like a, some type of pick-me-up thing. And I was like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty fucking awesome. And, and she put them in separate bags too. She's like, I don't want them to infuse each other. So I was like, she's fucking brilliant. Yeah. She's brilliant. And I mean, they, they, they were pretty cheap too. I think it was uh, 12 bucks for two. Yep. It's like, that's not bad. And you can you can heat them up or you can you know put them yeah. in, in the freezer to get them cool or something like that. I'm like, yo, I like that. I need that in my life. I'm buying it. Yeah, that, and that goes to your rule. Yeah, you know, I I, I see it. I love it. I'm buying it. Let's yeah. Go. And another great thing about Kev's shop is that he's got these amazing glasses. Let me tell you, I've seen so many people walking around with those yes. glasses. Yeah. Like these tattoo guys come. People are coming over like, yo, look at my new stash bag or my new stash bottle. I'm like. Man, it's Kev's bottle, because I honestly, Kev, I don't see anyone else selling those bottles here, so Not, it's great. I, I've actually seen uh, one other guy that was selling stuff, but it looks, um, I mean, they're smaller, they're smaller, and I think he's using color. Yeah. Uh, okay, a little yeah. bit more color, yeah. so. Um, I yeah. mean, they're nice, yeah, but they're I, like, awesome. I like Kevin's glasses. I like what he does with his glasses. Um, yeah. I have one, of course. I bought one for my son as well. Um, so... I, I've actually recommended a lot of the stuff that you have over there, and, and one of the other things I want to do next year is have that big booth for us. When we do this next year, we're going to have a bigger Only True Gamers booth. I, I, I definitely fell off this year because of you know, certain other things that were going on, I couldn't commit, but next year um, I should be in a, a better place to, to, to do this, to get it done correctly, so I want us to have that nice big booth where Kevin can have his corner with all his glasses in that section, so you can soak up that space mm-hmm. and be able to sell to people coming around the corner and everything like that. I want Pete to have his section in the, in the middle. We're not going to use the monitor, though. We're going to use the projector. That way, and we'll, we'll bring the monitor because we can swap back and forth. That way, we're on the projector. We're playing big so everybody sees it. And I've already talked to the man, and he's for it already. I've already talked to him. Nice. So he's, he's going to allow us to do it. And then we'll have that last section. We'll be we'll be doing the podcast and stuff like that, like we're doing right here. Yeah. But we're gonna have a bigger section. Nice. Um, so we'll definitely jump on that next year. But again, I have directed so many people over to you, like, yo, go talk to my buddy Kevin. Oh, go talk to my buddy Kevin. He's right over there on the corner. He's right in the end there. The, He's the got big, all the glasses. The one today that, that was killing us. I was really surprised. Like, you know, so we made all the ones that, were, that people usually like. It's like, all right, you got games that are new and old. So you got your Mortal Kombat. So you got. We had some Street Fighter stuff, we had Mega Man stuff, we had a little bit of everything, you know? And then it got to that point where someone was like, oh, you got any Mega Man? I'm like, yeah, sure. No, no. Like, that's exactly how it went. Like, we sold out of everything Mega Man. Really? Everything. Mega Man's popular. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm actually, I'm that, that guy right there with the plush stuff. Yeah. Like, I've been scheming on it for a while now. Yeah. But, but then I, I must have broken that rule already because I've been scheming for so long, I'm pretty sure Mega Man's probably fucking gone. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I want to I want to get some Mega Man I want to get some Mario, um, so just some stuff for my daughter, you know, because nice. she keeps the little plush animals and stuff like that. I, she's nice, already got nice. some Marvel characters and some DC characters. Uh, so I've already pushed her on that. Yeah, side yeah. She knows <laughs> the names of them and everything, so we're we're good there. Every now and again she forgets Aquaman, but everybody does. Nah, it's yeah, true story. <laughs> but but um, yeah, man, I the stuff over there. Um, I'm, at, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm kind of scheming on your soap too, bro. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, it's awesome. I got mad because Kaylin took my stash. She makes like the my favorite is the Dwarven Stout. Yeah. 
And I was like, I'm just gonna hide this. She found it. I was like, Oh! So like, when we came here, I was like, Where'd you find that? She was like, Oh, it was in the upstairs closet. I was like, Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was my stash. I was like, Oh man! <laughs> so that one's that one's my favorite. Good, but good, yeah, good. they're they push. Before I get back to my booth, I'm gonna show you guys. We ordered our wedding bands, and the guy that sent it to me, he got me the wrong size, so he sent me another one. But I got to keep this one for now. That's my wedding band. Oh, dude, that's awesome. For anyone who's not, obviously you can't see, but he, he got the Triforce and the Hylian uh, shield uh, symbol on there, man. It says it's dangerous, and inside of her says to go alone. Oh, that's nice, dude. Oh, that's she, awesome. Man, that was, I, I, knew, I immediately did that because even with uh, with mine, like I have I have stuff on the inside. Yeah. Um, it's just the date and everything like that. Like you can see the, like oh, the, the names date, and everything yeah. like that. Um, just etched on the inside. It might be upside down right now. <laughs> um, yep, that happens. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Um, but yeah, every time I look at somebody's ring now, I automatically go and look on the inside. The inside, yeah. But, but that's completely fucking awesome. Isn't that crazy? That's really cool. So man. the thing is that she didn't tell me. She had to tell me. She's like, I want to check your size, whatever. She's like. I didn't want to show you, but you got to try it on. I was like, all right. I was like, why? She's like, I think it's too too big. I was like, all right. I put it on, and it was. She's like, it is, damn it. And the guy, the guy did the wrong size, so we were okay. Yeah. He was sending us another one, but I was like, yo, I'm just going to wear this now. I was like, I don't yeah, care. It's cool. Awesome. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely awesome. But he, but you, he said you can keep that one because yeah. he, he messed yeah. up? Yeah. So for now, I'm wearing this one. Friends like, can I have that? I'm like, you're not having my other wedding band. It's a backup, dude. <laughs> this is a backup. Like, if I have to, I'll put tape in that bitch. Exactly. Put <laughs> some cardboard in there. Bam. Man, it's been... Here we go. All right, brothers. All right, guys. All right, Kev. We'll see you awesome. soon. Keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for stopping over. My boy, Kevin. was part of the OTG uh, Super Stream team. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of things in store coming up. Um, one of the things we might be having coming up, if we can get everything locked down correctly, I want to get everybody super psyched up, but I'm gonna have to put it out there anyways. Mortal Kombat tournament, hopefully October 26th. Yeah. Um, that is the right date, right? We discussed that, right? I October think, 26th. I think it's a, the Wednesday, right? Yeah, that Wednesday right before uh, Halloween. Uh, I think that's October 26th. Um, and we're we're gonna do a costume theme as well. So I mean, you don't have to come down in your costume or anything like that, but it would be nice because there's a potential to win some prizes. Oh yeah, we're gonna be handing out some. Or we're gonna be giving out some cool stuff. I think we're gonna do a, you know a best costume prize, you know something like that. Yeah. Um, I know we're gonna do a grand prize for Mortal Kombat. I'm not sure if we're doing second or third place, but I know we're gonna do a grand prize. What that's gonna be is yet to be determined. Um, and then some numerous other prizes, and we'll do like 50-50 raffle and things like that. This will be held at the Mod House Vaporium in Milford. Um, that's on uh, River Street in Milford. That's not too far from um, the shop ride. And the courthouse is right across the street. The train station is right down the road. Um, your Milford nightlife is around the corner there. Oh, yeah. Um, what, Stonebridge and SBC, mm -hmm. Archie Moores, they're all around the corner from there. Um, so you can come visit us and hang out and, and possibly win a prize and then go down to uh, one of those local places and, and get your drink on after you're done with us. We, we're probably going to be starting a little bit earlier than we normally do. We, we usually like to start around 7.30, between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, depending on when we can get there because of work schedules. Um, but we, we're probably going to be starting a little bit earlier, earlier than that. Um, I'll make sure I'm available a little earlier if necessary. Um, I, I, I think we're going to going to be taking applicants up until 
um, 7.30ish. So we'll start around, I think uh, normally we like, for tournaments, we get there around 6.30ish, right? Yeah, that I we think normally so. Do? I think so. We usually do it like a little early, earlier and then I guess uh, we, yeah, we like close the polls at like 8 or something, depending on how many people are there and then we'll start it up. I'm not, I'm not, I forget, it's been a while since we did the other tournament and that one went pretty good. I think both tournaments went well. We had the um, the Smash Brothers tournament, which obviously a lot of people turn out for the um, what what is that? The um, Tekken is that, tournament. Is that Brawl? That was Smash, Smash Brawl? Brothers Brawl, I believe, for the uh, GameCube. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was King of the Fighters 14, yeah, where oh we yeah, gave King away a, a, a collector's edition of that, or a special edition, right, um, of that game as a grand prize. That, that that was a good turnout as well. Had some very good matches. It was, it was kind of jankety a little bit at first, but it picked up after people started getting used to it because, the, I mean, that game had came out the day before we did that tournament. Right. So for people getting the combos down, it, it was a work in progress, um, which is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see people getting used to the game or people that had uh, played the demo, you know, and tried out some combos there. Right. We, we wanted to see people who were fans of the franchise, that uh, also were translating their old school skills into this mm -hmm. uh, new King of the Fighters. So um, I think that worked out pretty well. Yeah. So yeah, that was, a, it was definitely a, definitely a good time. And hopefully with this Mortal Kombat, um, it's uh, Mortal Kombat 10. Um, their, I guess, um, ultimate edition of it. I think we I think we have all the characters as, as of now. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure we uh, check it out and upgrade it if it needs to be upgrade, upgraded or updated. If there's any additional characters, maybe some Halloween stuff that might be coming out, right. we'll make sure we have those characters as well for that tournament. Um, again, this is uh, still up in the air. It's a, it's a plan that we have um, and that we're ready for. Um, our, our game night will not be, um, it would have been this week, right? Because we, I think uh, we did yeah, it on the, the week fifth. coming up, but I think we're gonna take we're it off so it? we can uh, do the next one. So we can do the next week, which would be the tournament, I guess. Yes, that 26th. I think we were skipping that one week and going to the, the following week so we can do the tournament right before Halloween. So yes. Right. Um, so that would have been this week, I guess, that yeah. we would be doing game night, and we're we're skipping this week and we're moving to the following week so we can have our special Halloween tournament in Mortal Kombat. Um, so if you were planning on coming down this week, do not do that. <laughs> Depending on when you there. upload this to, you know. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there in case yeah. I do get the chance to upload that, upload this whole thing this week. Right. It, I mean, it is getting kind of long, so. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take the process or upload. Yeah. Um, so we're at an hour and 25. All right, cool. So, which is good. This is definitely very good. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Hopefully, people actually listen to the entire thing. Yeah. Because there's some there's some very cool tidbits here. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys can hear the music in the background. Yeah, um, we're doing it at, literally at the convention, so you know you're gonna hear some you're gonna hear some noise. Although the the microphone we're using is is very good and uh, it does help uh, block out some of the stuff. It definitely does. It blocks out a lot of the noise in the background. It is still pretty loud. Um, you can, you can still uh, hear a lot of people walking by and talking. There's not a lot of people here um, anymore, but earlier 
when we were doing the interview with um, Daniel Pesina, uh you could hear a lot of people in the background and some of the music was carrying. Right, um, right. So right. it was pretty loud then, but all in all, um, I, I think this is a very good turnout for today. Yeah. I, I hope tomorrow is as successful because then that will that will tell you next year you might need three days. Right, yeah, the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. you take the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that that would be absolutely amazing if you can get that. Yeah, maybe even uh, update the uh, venue. But then again, uh, I believe uh, the guy who runs it, uh, his wife is uh, <clears throat> someone who works at the Oakdale, so she gets a... She's like a higher up there, so she gets like a percentage off or something. I, I'm not, okay. I'm not 100 percent sure on how it works, but I know he uh, he said that he, he he actually didn't plan on being here this year. Yeah, he uh, he had I guess locked into a deal with some place in Waterbury, and they closed. Right. I don't remember the name of that place, but they closed, so he had to come back here for the venue. Um, which which worked out because he just did two days, which I, I think is. Yeah, it's key. It's great. I, yeah, I think uh, two days is very good. And uh, like you said, hopefully it'll be a pretty big turnout tomorrow as well, just like today. So it will be considered a success. Honestly, I think it's a success already. But I do too. I, yeah. I, I absolutely agree on that. I think I think it is a success. I think the amount of people that are still here is, is proves its success. Yeah. Um, the amount of vendors that showed up this year, like we, we were discussing earlier, you know, the, the type of vendors that showed up this year. Um, that's another thing that's great. I, I mean, think, I think everybody's making a killing. I don't know how you're doing it today. Pretty you know, good. You got some, good. some sales going on yourself. Why don't, why don't you uh, tell us what you have uh, for sale over here? Pretty much we got bead art for sale, 8-bit, uh, 16-bit bead art. And then we're also doing uh, live Let's Plays where, where, we're, where we're getting together people to play Goldeneye. And then I'll be posting that video, those videos up on my YouTube channel. At uh, Ken, uh, you just look up Kenshin 1913. Very good. Up there, yeah. Very good. Uh, Pete is a, a part of our Super Stream team as well. Um, he's been doing this for a very long time. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's got some very good videos for you guys to watch. You can check him out, like I said. Yeah, especially on the on the OTG website. You can definitely check of, us out. OnlyTrueGamers.net. Uh, you can check us out over there. Um, there's a lot of videos up. Um, there's, a, there's a few reviews up. Uh, we're still a work in progress. We're trying to get bigger. Um, you can also look in, into one of our tabs to um, submit work yourself. If you have something that you want to uh, post on our website, you can go to theonlytruegamers.net. There is a, a link on there where you can um, submit. We'll review, and then hopefully we'll, we'll post your, your work up there. There are some rules you'll be able to read um, on the, the actual site what the rules are. Um, but it would be great to have you guys aboard to join the community up there as well. Also check us out on uh, Facebook.com. Um, we, we are a group and not a page. We're only true gamers. You'll see our logo up there, custom logo. Um, and you have to request to be added. And then you will be added um, based on your profile. I mean, I hate to say it, but... We, we've gotten to a point where we just can't let anybody in anymore. Right, right, right. Um, so we, we do take a look at, at a profile. So if it's locked and you and you have a random picture that has nothing to do with gaming, you may not be let in. Mm. Um, I, I like to make sure that, that the people are into the gaming. So I, I, I will check you out and, and see if you're a gamer. I mean, we have people that, that try to get in the group and 
they have tons of gaming stuff up there. I'm like, oh, click, <laughs> accept. Yeah. Cool, that's awesome. You're the type of person we want in there because we want people in the community that, that are going to share content. Right. You know, that are going to um, ask questions or, or have friendly debates um, in regards to gaming and comic books and comic book movies mm-hmm. and, you know, all types of gaming. So, you know, that's what we want to put in here. So if you're not a gamer and you're trying to poach or sell, don't come. Right. Sorry, bro. We, we'd like to accept everybody, but we don't want anybody uh, poaching. You just can't have it. Yeah, I hear you. So I think that's about it, Marlon, don't you? I yeah. Think we, I, I think I, we went through pretty much everything you could go through. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a lot more we can talk about. Yeah. Um, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, King Rob. Yeah. Big Dog Rob over here. Um, shout-out to... To you, Pete. Thank you, you know, for Marlon. allowing me to to be at your booth and, and, and set up over here. Big well, shout out to Kev and, and yeah. two ner- two nerds, his Etsy shop. Oh yeah. Um, he again, he's a part of the Super Stream team as well. And a big shout out. I uh, hopefully he'll hear this eventually. Big shout out to Daniel Pasina for coming over and allowing me to interview him. Um, and, and thanks to uh, Retro World. Yeah, Retro World. Retro Expo. Games Plus. Uh, you know for. Plus. for for having such a great event. Yeah, those guys are awesome. So we're going to shut it down from here. We thank you guys for listening. Again, this is Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with Only True Gamers, and this is Pete, a.k.a. Engine1913. Check him out on his YouTube page as well. Thanks for joining us. Check us out again.